can we get real for a second? Can we get real for a second and can we talk about diversity? Can we talk about equity? Can we talk about inclusion? And can we talk about those three variables as we think about hiring processes? Now, what I'm going to say is directly, I'm speaking directly, I'm pausing because I want to make sure I'm doing this correctly. I'm speaking directly to CEOs who inevitably are making the final decision. I'm speaking directly to chief people officers. I'm speaking directly to hiring managers. I'm speaking to lifelong HR practitioners that came out of university and inevitably found themselves in recruiting. Whether you are an internal recruiter, whether you are an HR business partner, whether you are a generalist, whether you are an HR director, don't really care what your role is, but if you're someone that is inevitably a part of the overall hiring process within your organization, I'm talking to you. And what I want to share is that if we, if we as fellow practitioners and fellow world of work colleagues care so much about diversity, and I'm not talking about color in this conversation, I'm talking about the literal definition or one of the definitions, because diversity has many definitions, but I'm talking at a very literal level, the definition of diversity, meaning different things, right? Diversity, there are different ways something can come true, different ways something can sound, different ways something can be ingested, different ways something can be read, different ways something can be recognized, diversity, differences, complexities, variations, options. And if we're thinking about equity, making something fair, making something equal. And if we're thinking about inclusion, inclusive, safe, psychologically, emotionally, impact. If we're thinking about all of those variables, and as we connect that to the hiring processes inside of an organization, I have a very bold Simple request and suggestion. Let's look at our ATS systems. Let's look at our HRIS systems. Let's look at our workflows. Let's look at our, let's look at our processes. Let's look at our policies as we gear up to fill any role. And let's go through a process that we all know. It's time to fill a marketing role. What do we do? We go inside the organization. We go and we figure out what we really need from the, from the role. What are our must-haves? What are our secondary must-haves? What are our nice-to-haves? What are some other variables that we think that the role would be? What are the psychographics and demographics? What are our, you know, what's the overall avatar? We figure out what this potential person may be and what inevitable impact they will be bringing to the org. We figure out our compensation and the range of that compensation. We forgot the total rewards. We forgot the benefits. We figure out what we want to communicate in the job description. We get everything together. We then make sure that all of this information is syncing well with the ATS. And then we figure out what moments and places we're going to be putting out this, this information. 
So with job boards, we're going to be utilizing. So let's say we're utilizing LinkedIn primarily. So now we have this opportunity within the LinkedIn uh, interface and in, in the, in, in the LinkedIn job board and the LinkedIn world. And so I stumble along and I, when I say I, I'm talking about myself as if I'm the one looking for this particular role, just as an example. I stumble upon, let's call it a marketing director role. And I look at the job description. I look at the must-haves. I look at the salary. I look at all this amazing employer branding. I go to the website. I love what I'm seeing. And I click apply. And so now I'm looking at a beautiful landing page. I'm looking at, again, the job description. I'm looking at the compensation. I'm looking at all of these variables. And I see a section for an uploading of a cover letter. I see a section to upload a resume. I see a section to fill out if I'm an African-American, if I'm Latino, if I'm whatever race I am, and if I want to disclose my, my, my gender, if I want to disclose my sexual orientation. I look at all this data and all this information, and I love what I'm seeing so far. It's, 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 it's not only traditional, but it's well thought out. It's up to date. It's, it's great. Now, let me talk to you folks about the psychology that we're probably missing. And how this connects to DEI. Putting myself in this moment, and there are many folks like me, I don't have a linear path. Maybe I want to be and hold a CMO title, but my career has been spent, let's call it 70% of my time, building companies. Maybe I built a clothing brand for seven years that grew $5 million in revenue. Maybe I built my second company. Maybe I built a, maybe I built a, 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 a pen company, like literally a pen. Maybe I manufactured a really interesting pen and I sold them to offices. Maybe my third company was, a, was an HR consulting firm for whatever reason, right? Like maybe I built brands 70% of my time. But here and there, I dabbled in marketing director roles and I dabbled in copywriting roles and I dabbled in agency type roles. And I did a little bit here and there, you know, traditionally within the, you know, the marketing pace space. And maybe I gathered a few, you know, certifications here and there and attended a few courses here and there and, and, and gave a few talks on marketing. But through and through, if you were to look at me, my path is not linear. My path is not direct. I didn't go to Stanford. I didn't have my first internship reporting to a marketing director at Sony Records. I didn't go from that internship to then getting my first full-time gig as a marketing assistant. I didn't spend my time getting the best certifications in the world within copywriting, influencer marketing, whatever the case is going to be. I didn't rise the ladder holding your traditional marketing titles. My resume doesn't have the nice arch in the traditional storytell that many of my counterparts will. But if you go back to my history, I built six and seven figure brands. I had success. I had to know or bring in the capabilities to conduct graphic design, copywriting, website design. I had to understand the psychology of my consumer. I had to get into 
variations of partnerships, marketing, sales, negotiations. I had to bring in the best of the best to help do everything in my power to market whatever I was selling, whether, whether it was the pen, whether it was the HR consulting firms that I was, you know, consulting initiatives that I was doing, whether it was the clothing brand. I had to do something in the marketing space to get those brands to a certain level. And so as I'm putting my resume together, I also realized that not only is this not a direct path and it's not streamlined, but due to me being a founder and a CEO for many of my career, many of my life and my years and, and throughout my career, I've noticed that my ability to write and to storytell in the written format was never really seasoned. I always was a leader. I always built a team around me. And so what I'm really trying to say, and I'm going to get to the punchline here because I wanted to give you folks the, the deep context. As I look at my career, and I'm, this is a pure example, guys. But when I look at my career, I step back and I realize that I have full capability from a strategic leadership point of view to steward a marketing department inside of a company. But my resume does not look like the traditional resume that will, be, that will pick up on the ATS that a hiring manager inside of a company will look at and understand and recognize because it will look a little bit different. It'll read a little bit different. Though it's incredibly impressive, it's not impressive from the traditional lens. So what am I saying? This is what I'm saying, folks. And this is the idea that I have. Because I'm someone that speaks well and communicates in an audio format or maybe even a video format well, the fact that I have a very complex story, the fact that my background is not linear and straightforward, the fact that I have a lot of rabbit holes and a lot of successes at a very high level that needs to be told and storytelled, the fact that I have many variations of my career and background, the fact that the way that I've cultivated relationships, the way that I've been a leader, the way that I've executed and, 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 and built my marketing capabilities, I need to have a complexity within the hiring process internal that gives me the ability to share my story in a way that is not traditional because my, my background won't get picked up by an ATS. My, 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 my story and my, and, my, and my overall background won't get picked up by many different variations in the traditional frameworks. So the tip that I'm giving is the following. If any of this context made sense, and our story told pretty well, I'm hoping, here's my direct tip to anybody listening. Why can't we build in more diversity more inclusion, more equity into the ways that folks can apply to companies? Why can we have folks submit podcasts, audios, videos, portfolios? Why can't we appreciate when folks go out of thin air and find ways to network? Why can't we why can't we link in Calendly links to folks that want to have an ad hoc 10-minute conversation to introduce themselves? 
Why can't we respect the folks that are not going to be your traditional candidate and the communications of who they are? Why can't we respect the diversity of how they go about their business of trying to be noticed? We're missing so many great folks by not baking in enough diversity into our hiring processes, but not baking in a submission of video, but not baking in a submission of a podcast, but not baking in a submission of an audio, but not having enough bandwidth for a hiring manager to take an ad hoc meeting or phone call or video chat. By not allowing folks to submit out of the box contextual moments to grab someone's attention. We are missing the boat. There are folks that do not have a straight up and down linear background and path that still need to be heard, recognized, and seen. Let's make a change in our technology, aka our ATS and our and our HRS systems. Let's make a change with our psychology. And let's give people more opportunities. Diversity. Let's allow a diverse submission of, again, variations of resumes, audio, podcasts, videos, portfolios. Let's make this process more inclusive by opening up our doors, submitting links to be able to have folks grab five minutes of our time and introduce themselves, making them feel comfortable with the variations of how we will accept their background. And let's make things a bit more equitable and fair. And this is also helping the organizations as well. Don't get me wrong. Organizations need this too. And there's a benefit too. This is not just an employee's first rant. Because I can assure you, organizations are missing talented folks that maybe don't fit the traditional bill, but that can get the job done. And maybe they can get the job done differently, but that can get the job done. You're missing the boat on so many because you want to stick to a 1947, 1964, 1998, 2005 process. We have not changed a lot. We still review resumes. We still require cover letters. And there are so many different people in this world that have so many different ways of storytelling and bringing value to this world. And they need to be heard and seen and recognized. Let's make a change. Let's change our technology. Let's change our processes. Let's change our psychology. Thank you.